0: Welcome to the Russ Podcast. Yes, today we're going to be talking to Armstrong Williams. And, of course, he was at the uh, rally that they had uh, to support the January 6th insurrectionists, which is kind of interesting. And, of course, he was at the first one. So we're going to get his follow-up. Also, I'm going to rant today and find out what the fuck is wrong with Joe Biden. That rant comes after our interview with Armstrong. So let's get started. My good buddy. Yeah, he's on the right side. His name is Armstrong Williams. And I really and excited about talking to you because you were there January 6th with a camera crew for the insurrection. I'm not even sure you label it that, but um, uh, but you were also there on Saturday for the protests to support the protesters on January 6th. Was there a big difference?
1: First, let me clarify you. I don't support, nor do I condemn the protesters. I am a broadcast owner I am there to cover it and to be a referee and to show all sides to these protests. And, yes, I was in the Capitol on January 6th. And, yes, I was at the protest on September 18th this past Saturday as someone covering it, not participating.
0: You know, one thing I will say about you, and, you know, I've known you for a number of years, you're a fearless dude, and you're very serious about showing both sides and being a broadcaster. Never crossed your mind that there are some people out there that may not like your skin color.
1: Well, that has never been my experience. I've not experienced that. I've only experienced respect, civility, and dialogue. Um, I mean, that's not to say we know that does exist, but it's not been my experience. So I don't take that baggage with me, expecting it or looking for it. I go where the story goes, and the story has no color to it. It's just the story, whether it's the protest, whether it's civil unrest, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, we, we we cover the story without any biases.
0: Well, you know, one of the things that concerned me is that I remember you were there on and, and and we talked to you after that and it was just a riveting uh conversation with you. Um but there was a uh, Capitol Police Officer, black man, who was called Negro on a regular basis out there. Uh and that's documented. And but they didn't do that with you. I wonder why.
1: Uh look, every individual is different. What what happened to that law enforcement officer and what he was called and what happened? It just goes to the hearts of men. And um, people are ignorant and educated, and they're filled with malice, and they. Discuss, they dislike people because of their race, whether they're black, white, Jewish, Islam, whatever. That's just the kind of stuff that's embedded in people, where they grew up as a, as a, in their childhood, whether it's experience they had with someone, and they sign everyone to that behavior. People are just stupid and ignorant. And I witnessed the horrific of that stupidity and that ignorance when I was inside the Capitol, which is why I never defended this. That This was some kind of Antifa, a Black Lives Matter event. These were Trump supporters, and I never backed down from that and their behavior was just despicable, unacceptable. And as a broadcast, you must report the truth. No matter where you may sympathize and where your values and your politics may lie, at that point, I had to be someone that people could trust to tell the truth. And the truth was, what happened there was beyond my imagination. It was an insurrection. Uh, and if they had had an opportunity to take out Pence and Pelosi, they would have done so. Wow. Anytime you can take a fire extinguisher and start beating law enforcement, the Capitol the Police inside the Capitol, mm. uh, where they full body, the House and Senate, it was in session to certify the election and you have no respect for law enforcement. The fact that they're carrying guns. I mean, the bar, there's no bar. You've obliterated it. You can do in and everything. And it started with the police and they had blood in their eyes. It's just a fact. I saw it firsthand.
0: Yeah. Uh, You were out there this weekend. Uh, They were expecting, I called it a a couple of weeks ago. I said, this is not going to be well attended and they're going to get out in front of it and say, Hey, we're going to discourage you from going because it's a setup. Um, Because it's all about optics for Trump and his people's, like, because he takes it as a personal reflection of him and his popularity. But I am sure, as a broadcaster, you were out there, and you talked to some of those people that were out there supporting the insurrection on January 6th. What was the commonality amongst those folks out there? Or was there
1: any? Let me me just clarify this. This I'm so uh, appreciative of the question that you just asked, because... We interviewed many people at that rally, and they've become so disappointed in Donald Trump. The fact that he discouraged the attendance this past weekend, the fact that Trump, um, um, while he gave us the rapid COVID-19 vaccine, he never was transparent that he and his family had taken the vaccine, and all of a sudden, when he's out of office and the political class is putting pressure on him, he starts encouraging his followers to take the vaccine, which is why he was booed in Alabama. They felt he's abandoned them. uh, And they were there to show support to the fact of the rule of law, that in this country, you're innocent until proven guilty. And just because the media headlines say a certain person engaged in this behavior, and this is who this person is, that it's just not the full description of who these people are. And some of them, they were there representing their families who were just caught up in a moment that will that will just ruin the rest of their lives and they were there in support um not because of donald trump it's because their family members were inside that capital and their lives have been turned upside down with with legal wrangling money they don't have they have to spend i mean emotional roller coaster let me switch gears right quick trump's talking
0: about running again in 2024 is that good for the republican party
1: this is all about trump about relevance. It's about thinking that he still has some kind of control of power over the Republican Party. It's going to take two or three election cycles to get Trump out of the minds and the psyche of people. I mean, Trump wants power. He wants relevance. This has nothing to do with the GOP or the Republican Party. They need him because there's still a large swath of people out there that they still identify as Trump supporters. But what they don't understand, many of those supporters are already looking for refresh, new leadership. They're looking for something different they don't like the divisiveness either they don't like what this country is becoming his name is
0: armstrong williams we don't agree on a lot of things but one thing that we do agree on we're friends that's one and number two you're a courageous broadcaster man i got a lot of respect for you on that thank you brother i appreciate it so are you all right my brother you take care have a good day all right all right well it's time for me to rant uh yes the topic today what the fuck is wrong with president joe biden Let's get started. Uh, Passive aggressive, you know what that is, right? That means where you're like, you're really passive about things and you pretend like you agree with something that's negative, but you really don't, but you don't want to tell the person that you don't. There's just so many examples I can give you of passive aggressive. That's exactly what the Democrat Party is. They're a bunch of passive aggressive individuals who constantly get bent over by Republicans. I mean, it's crazy. We pay your salary, we voted you into power, but you just sit there with your hands folded and you do nothing. You're still letting these people manipulate you. It's so bad, Trump actually thinks he can win in 2024. He thinks he has a shot because Democrats are so passive aggressive. I'll give you an example, okay? Vice President Kamala Harris came out and said, I am so appalled by the pictures I saw on the border where you have border patrol guys on horses with whips. And don't let me tell you what that reminds me of. Okay, I know what it reminds you of. Whipping Haitian immigrants, people seeking asylum, which they have a right to do, but whipping them like they're slaves. And you're appalled? You think that just started? Y'all been in office long enough to know that shit's been going on. Yeah, it may have happened before you, but you had to know. It's embarrassing. It is sad. It's tragic. Little kids out there watching their parents get whipped. You didn't know. You're like, that's that's, crazy to me. The other thing is like, Democrats just want to do the right thing. The Republicans never did anything right. They didn't care. They're ruthless. Y'all need to be ruthless. You have a key to a vault that has locked up all of Donald Trump's conversations that we never got to hear. Now, I'm going to remind you again, we paid his salary. He talked to these foreign dignitaries, and they hid it from us. We have a right to know. But Joe Biden, you have a key to that fucking vault, dude. And I know you've listened to that shit. I want to know what the fuck he said to Putin. I want to know what he said. How did he sell us out? We have a right to know. That is our shit. I want to know what he said to Kim Jong-un in the private meetings. I want to know what he said to the Saudis. After they killed an American journalist. I want to know what he said to the Chinese president who gave a patent to his daughter. I want to know you have those answers, but you being passive aggressive. Oh, because you want to do the right thing. You're a political creature. Oh, we got to do it the right way. Fuck that. I'm irritated. I got to be honest with you. I want to hear those conversations with the Ukrainians about how they were trying to bend you over, President Joe Biden. That's right. They shit on you, but you won't do it to them. Politics isn't fair. That passive aggressive bullshit got to go. It's got to go. I don't understand it. You don't have to follow rules because they never did. And that's not their intention now, nor will it ever be. But I want to know what this man did to us. Oh, you're going to wait until he runs again? And then you're going to bring it out? It's too late. You lost your credibility. You're holding the keys to the car. Drive it. Well, that's the Russ Podcast for today. yeah, sometimes I get a little emotional about stuff. Yeah, you know, listen, I, in my opinion, Trump fucked us. I want to know what Joe Biden's going to do to unfuck us. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. It's unfucking. I don't know if you look it up. It may not be something you can Google, but I shouldn't use profanity, so I apologize for that. Stay rusty. Thanks for listening to the Russ Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and give us a rating and let everyone in your circle know about the Russ podcast. We'll be a dropping Russ's rants occasionally, so make sure you check that out. And a new episode each week. Check me.